I swear, sometimes one of the hardest things is just hitting the record button. <laughs> and I know that you can totally relate to that as someone who is creating content for your own business as well. And today's episode, I want to talk more about what do you do when you don't know what to do? Like, what do you do when you don't necessarily know what is next? You know, this time of year, there's a lot of talk around planning and getting really specific with your goals. And I'm a big fan of that. Don't get me wrong. I love having tangible, measurable goals that I can reach for. I like that I can monitor my progress towards things, and that's really helpful for me. But there have been numerous times where I can't necessarily set that measurable goal because I'm not 100% sure on exactly what I'm doing next. So before we dive into episodes on tips on planning and all of those different things, I wanted to share a little bit more about where I'm at, where I'm hearing a lot of entrepreneurs and just women in general are at right now in the hopes that it gives you a bit of permission to not always have it figured out. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. We've got another vulnerable episode up our hands here. Um, and it's definitely – what's so hard about these episodes, I think, sometimes, or hitting play on these episodes, is that I know they're going to be my most listened to episodes. <laughs> like, Every single time I do an episode that pulls back the curtain or I talk about something that's happening in my life or I get really vulnerable about entrepreneurship, it's the one everybody listens to. And so now that I know that, because I've looked at the data, when I go to record these episodes, all the butterflies in my stomach just like come up like crazy. It's it's insane. And I've talked about this a lot in my business on, you know, being vulnerable and that's definitely something that I chose really early on. Transparency is a core value here at Brand Mary. And, you know, through my process of stepping into entrepreneurship, around the same time I was stepping into motherhood, I realized that the more you know, honest I could be with my journey, the easier it was for me to actually show up. I have a really uh, strong filter for bullshit. <laughs> I feel, I guess I have no filter for bullshit, I guess. And it's like, if I feel like I'm not being transparent with my audience, it doesn't sit well with me. Like I can, I can almost feel the disconnect or if I have, if I've like, trying to work on something in my business. Like I'll give you an example. This summer, for instance, like that was a very personal um, period of time for my family. And I opened up about that in episode 50 but through the process, I wasn't sharing a lot, but I wanted to. Like there were parts of me that were like, oh, I just want to tell you everything that's going on. But I also know how important it is to keep things sacred, to also when other people are involved to make sure that they feel really comfortable with what I'm sharing and to sometimes get to a place where there's a bit of a resolve or some sort of conclusion where I can then share it from a different perspective. 
But when I'm going through that, all I want to do is talk to you about it. (laughs) It's so strange. So this whole year has been so interesting because there have been so many things where I want to just be like, oh, this is what's happening and and this is the way this is this is going on because it's such an important core value. And I love actually sharing content, but being really strategic with that because I know as it relates, you know, to brand storytelling, especially as a business owner, there are things that we have to keep sacred and protect things in our lives. And that's really important. And I, I hope that I'm, I've given you permission to do that so many times. Like it might feel like you know everything on the internet <laughs> because people are super vulnerable. And I'm one of those individuals. I'm really transparent. I'm really vulnerable. But, you know, there are a lot of things you don't know. And that's okay because those are very personal things that do not need to be broadcast on the internet, right? And you need to do the same for your business. So we we know that that is a key part of brand storytelling, like keeping some of our stories safe and close and sacred. And maybe one day you'll share them and, and maybe one day you won't. And that's okay. As well as also knowing that the stories that you share, you know, you want to make sure that they are valuable to your audience. And so that's something I'm always thinking about is like, is this currently valuable to my audience? Or if I wait just a little bit, will I be able to actually support them through this process? And that's one of the reasons that I tend to reflect a lot on, you know, how I'm feeling about different things, really asking myself questions quite often of like, how does business feel? What feels good? You know, uh, what are some of my goals? So that I can then, you know, share that experience with you. And so this episode's really kind of like that. It's an experience episode. But I was recently on the phone with one of my friends, who's also a business owner, and we were just talking about not really knowing what's coming up, like not really knowing what's next for us, just feeling like there has been such a shift this year in how we show up, why we show up, and what we're really working toward. And I feel like as soon as we have that conversation, I started noticing all of these other entrepreneurs saying the exact same thing. Of course, it was probably they were always probably saying it, but it's like that thing where you decide you want to buy a new car and then you start seeing every car that you want like on the road. <laughs> You're like, it's a sign. So <laughs> I was like, all right, if if I'm experiencing this in my own life, some of my very close friends are experiencing this, acquaintances are experiencing this, you're most likely experiencing this as well. And this is a really interesting concept for me because I definitely think I have prided myself on knowing what I want, right? Like knowing what I want to do, knowing what I'm working toward, knowing what I want to achieve. And I think like with everything, we change and we evolve. And some of the things that were very true to our character might not be true to our character anymore. I know that that was huge for me going through the postpartum experience. I really changed into a completely different person in how I viewed life and how I what I was working towards in, in terms of the things that I was prioritizing. And and that felt like kind of a catapult for me and like really listening to myself and saying like, "Whoa, who are you?" Like what do you really want? Have I ever really had I ever really sat down before that to ask myself that question? I don't know. And 
because I opened up that can of worms starting entrepreneurship, I'm constantly kind of evaluating and, and, and asking myself that. And I feel like that's what's really led me to where I am now of being able to be honest with myself and say, I don't 100% know what is next. And this year specifically, I really focused on slowing down. So I think even just starting the year, I had I had big goals, you know, and in, in episode 50, I definitely talk about how I made some adjustments this summer to launches, to different products, all kinds of different things that we were planning on doing. But I was I was giving myself way more grace going into this year than I think I had previously. I think there is a problem <laughs> when it comes to entrepreneurship and numbers and that there's no marker, right? So you you go in and of course you're setting a goal for yourself. And hopefully when you're starting that goal is like, how do I pay my bills? <laughs> like that is the goal. I know that's what it was for me. Like when I was creating my first goal in business, which was ultimately, you know, to hit six figures in a year, I was like, great, that would allow me to, you know, pay myself, right? Obviously what I was making private prior to becoming an entrepreneur, covering business expenses, and then giving myself, my family more financial freedom. So it was really calculated. And Six figures just felt good. Like that was my number. So like whatever your number is, right? You're you're like looking at, okay, what do I need to pay for? What are my expenses? What do I need to to have this business that I want to ultimately create pay for my life? And in the beginning, it wasn't even about like, oh, all the trips and all the other things that, you know, we do now. It was literally just like, how do we pay our bills? <laughs> but then as you continue to grow in business, once you hit that mark it can get really messy. It can get really fuzzy because you start to look at other people who are maybe at the same time frame as you, right? They've been an entrepreneur for X number of years. And you start to see what they're making, what they say they're making on the internet, right? What they're making. And you're like, whoa, maybe I should be making that. And then you also see people who've maybe been in business shorter amount of time than you making even more. And you're like, well, crap, <laughs> should I be at that level? And then, of course, there are people who have been in business the same amount as you, and they are maybe making less than you. And you're like, wow, there's such a wide range that I think so much depends kind of on your personality on what you tend to gravitate toward. I will tell you, <laughs> I tend <laughs> to gravitate toward the high expectation. And so in 2020 specifically um, and into 2021, I was really fixated on a seven-figure business, like so fixated on it. I wanted it so bad. I, I thought I wanted it so bad. I wanted it quickly. And I had kind of convinced myself that there was only a certain way, a few ways to do it. And so I felt like at the end of, you know, 2021 – things started to really shift for me because I started to realize that one of the hardest parts of running your own business is actually being consistent with your revenue. What I mean by that is, let's say you have a goal to hit six figures in business, all right? 
you hit six figures in business. So then the next year, because you know, you're consuming information on the internet, you're like, I should double that. All right. So then the next year, you're like, it makes sense that my expectation of my revenue should be two hundred thousand dollars. Well, what we don't realize is we aren't starting the year with six figures. We have to recreate that again, plus add an additional hundred K. Do you know how freaking hard that is? <laughs> like, let's just be honest. Do you know how hard that is? It was already hard enough to hit that original six-figure goal. And now you're replicating that every single year. And you want to do it and you want to double it? And I'm not saying it's impossible. People do it all the time and every business is different and everybody's um, ability to, to work certain hours, everyone's responsibilities are different, right? Like uh, a, a woman with a huge team and kiddos probably has a little bit more capacity than a solopreneur with kiddos. We really have to weigh these things. And sometimes we don't think about this. I don't, right? Like when I'm in it, I'm just like, yep, that's my goal. That's my number. And I don't actually sit down and think about like all the different factors that that come into play. And so in 2021, we went like really hard. Like it was an amazing, amazing year in business from a revenue standpoint, um, almost adding replicating what we had done the year before and adding an additional $50,000 in revenue. And so I was like, this is amazing, right? Next year, we're totally going to hit the million dollar mark. And then as we started into this year, I kept feeling this like pull to really slow down. Like I was in no way burnt out. I've always really prided myself on being in tune with who I am with what I want and catching things before they get out of hand, right? Like listening to my body is huge for me. Many of you have heard me talk about this before. I'm constantly paying attention to my body, what my skin is telling me, what my hormones are telling me, what my energy is telling me. Like I'm always evaluating these things because I think it's important to catch it before it gets really bad. I burnt out all the time growing up. I was always sick. I would always push myself with school and sports and like get to a place where I'd have to like go to the hospital because I would pass out. You know, like I don't have any interest <laughs> in living my life that way. And so I've gotten really good at that. And so I I always catch myself stages before I might be leading to a burnout. And so the beginning of this year, I definitely was like, whoa, something is like calling me to slow down a little bit more. And I started to ask myself like, do you really want that goal? Like, do you really want that million dollar goal? And we had mapped it all out. Like we had mapped everything out. Um, Delaina and I had sat down, which ironic, <laughs> which is pretty ironic because the day we had our sit down planning session where we were mapping everything out um, was actually the, I was getting COVID that day. Like I could tell that I wasn't feeling well. And then I was wiped out for like two weeks. So I started at the beginning of this year with COVID. And then that basically just, you know, started me slow anyway. But I was just feeling like, okay, well, maybe that's not exactly where you want to be. But again, I was 
the signs were there, but I wasn't necessarily sure what they meant. So I started paying attention to that. Like I, I definitely started forcing myself to slow down at the beginning of the year. And this is kind of these are kind of like my tips, if you will, right? Like I'm I'm kind I'm sharing my experience with you and um and, and different things that can ultimately help you kind of determine what is next for you or or give yourself the space to actually think about that. And the first one is actually I forced myself to slow down. I got much more like diligent with my schedule this year, especially at the beginning of the year, like when I would take calls um, and how many clients that I would ultimately take. And obviously that has a side effect, right? So if if you make a lot of your money with one-on-one or group coaching or something like that, anything that requires you to have calls or or work with your clients, that's going to have an impact on your revenue, right? Unless you create a separate revenue stream that's completely passive. And so that was definitely a conversation I had with myself. Like, okay, what are we prioritizing here? Is it that expectation, that outside expectation that you've had to hit this revenue by this time in business? Or is it to prioritize this pull to slow down, whatever that looks like? And at the time, January, February, I had no idea what that actually meant for my family. I was just feeling this pull. And so I encourage you that if you are feeling that, to really honor that. Now, that doesn't mean stop. As business owners, it can't mean stop. Like you still need to make money, right? And so I think sometimes we think that, oh, I'm I'm being told I need to slow down and that correlates to stopping. No, it means really looking at how can I simplify everything and really put my energy and efforts to the things that are going to yield the biggest results. And that's why this year I've really been talking a lot about ROI from not only a revenue perspective, but also a time perspective. And so one of the other things that I did this year that has kind of, you know, led me to this moment of being like, what's next is I started to simplify a lot in my business. So not only was I listening to this poll to slow down, but then I started saying, okay, how can I slow down a bit without stopping completely? And I started to look at like, well, where's my energy going with my different marketing practices, which is something I talked about in a recent episode on how to choose your focus as an entrepreneur. You know, where is my energy going in terms of these programs and these products? Uh, When we're talking about like, revenue and stuff. Where are my investments in business going? What is the ROI on those? And I, we really started to dissect a lot of different pieces of the business, not just from a money spend, money gained perspective, but also a time spent, energy spent, time and energy gain perspective. And what that allowed me to do was slow down from a personal approach, simplify in business, And suddenly I had time to think, (laughs) right? Like when we kind of clear the noise, we clear the clutter, we aren't keeping ourselves really busy with all the things, we have more time to go inward. Now this was happening right around the time, suddenly I was having all this time to think, right around the time my husband was dealing with um, his health issues this spring into summer. And again, I talk more in depth about that in episode 50. So definitely tune into that if you want just like a double whammy of vulnerability today. 
But because all of that was happening at the same time and I had this like capacity to to stop and think, a lot of shit came up for me, like a lot. And I started to really ask myself, like, what's the goal here? Like, what are we, what, what are you really working toward in this season? And things started to really shift for me for the first time as an entrepreneur when it came to money, time, right? And I would say impact as well. Because that's always been a really important part of my business. Like I want to impact people in a, in a lot of different ways. Whether that is through my free content like this podcast, whether you are an entrepreneur who is ready to, you know, grow their business through, you know, one of my products or my services, just from showing up on Instagram and like making you laugh, right? Like I've always wanted to be impactful in that way, whether that's inspiration, education, motivation. And I started to really think about those areas and, you know, and I'm still going through this process. Like nothing is is final. I'm still in a season where I'm like, okay, I have a few things that I absolutely know. My heart is in it. This is absolutely what I want to do. This is the mission behind Mary Mary. Like that stuff has not changed. But like how I want to show up in the world, the different things I really love talking about, I basically have spent like the last five months figuring all of that out. And what is kind of cool about where I'm at in business is like, God, I have a lot to pull from, right? Like I have a lot I can audit. I don't know. Maybe auditing is like one of my favorite things to do. I feel like I talk about it a lot. But I have a lot to look at and say like, okay, you've made YouTube videos for every single you know week for six months. What is that data telling you? What are the topics people really like? What are the topics you really love to talk about, Michelle? You know, what are the things that are still so important from a branding perspective? And I've been also through this process going through a bit of like a brand evolution as well, which I think is only natural when you're like slowing down and really thinking about the things that are important. And what I realized is I started prioritizing less, which is interesting. So it was almost as if everything had to go through some sort of filter of like, is this actually important? It almost felt like a Marie Kondo situation. Like, has anyone, you know, seen the the show or read the book by Marie Kondo where it says, does this bring you joy? I started to do that from a business perspective as well. Does this bring me joy? So it was like, let's look at the ROI Let's, and then ultimately the question is like, does this bring me joy? And I talked about this in the focus episode recently, where I talk about this podcast specifically and how it is really fun for me to create this content. And I love it. And the time that I put into it based on the ROI is just absolutely insane. Like the return on investment is crazy. And it's something I really, really love to do. And so all signs point to, hey, (laughs) let's prioritize this. And so as I started kind of filtering things through in my business and asking myself, like, does this bring me joy? Is this serving me in this season of life? I found that I had prioritized less things. Like I was working toward less things, if that makes sense, which again is like 
mind-blowing to someone who usually has a list of like 45 things that they're working on, right? And I feel like right now in business, there's just a few core pieces and it's it's exciting and challenging at the same time because what I think it's exciting in the fact that it's like, wow, I feel focused even though I might not necessarily know what's next in terms of my end of the year goal for 2023 or different things like that. I know what I'm working toward. Like I have something tangible in front of me that I'm working toward, which is really important. And then at the same time, it's like so micro-focused that I have to be, I have to always have my filter up of like, does this bring me joy? Does this bring me joy? Because as an entrepreneur, you know, you're constantly bombarded with ideas, your own ideas, other people's ideas. People will tell you you should do something in your business. People will make suggestions. You should really think about doing this. Like there's a lot that you have to filter. And I think even if you're not 100% sure on what's next, like your next giant project or your next creation or even your next yearly revenue goal, you can still focus in on a few key things that bring you joy that are producing that ROI. You know, circling back to the beginning where we talked about like slowing down doesn't mean stopping. So if you are slowing down, to go inward, to really ask yourself, what's next for me? What's coming up? Um, you know, then you're going to have to simplify a lot around you or you're not going to have the capacity to actually ask yourself those questions. Another thing that I've really been working on, you know, these first few things that I just shared with you, these are all, you know, three kind of main things that have really led me to right now, right? It's November as I'm recording this episode for you. We've got two more months in 2022. As a business owner, I'm definitely thinking about the next year in business and what that looks like. You know, what are going to be the biggest markers for me in terms of achievement and most likely are not going to all be centered around revenue. And how do I measure those? Right? So, like, this process of forcing myself to slow down, really prioritizing less and focusing on the things that bring me joy, and then simplifying everything from an ROI perspective has allowed me to now sit down and say, all right, well, well then what are those main things that I'm that I'm really going to be working toward? And I've noticed that What's really driving me as I go into the new year is a feeling. How do I want to feel? Which feels like a full circle brand Mary moment <laughs> because one of the things that I teach is how do you want your audience to feel when you're in the branding process, right? How do you play up emotional branding so that your audience is feeling something through the experience that you're creating via your brand. But I don't think that it's common for us to have someone approach us and say, how do you want to feel at the end of next year? And I'm guilty of this too. Like in years past, I have been like, okay, well, what's the what's the number? Like what's the revenue number? How many new clients are we going to have? What are our launches going to look like? And rightfully so, we're business owners, right? But I think that that can be a really 
it can be a hamster wheel situation. Because if those numbers aren't authentically you, they're being influenced by all of the noises and the voices of where you should be in business or what you should be doing, then there's going to be that disconnect. It's going to be hard to hit those goals in the first place. And then even if you hit them, do you actually feel accomplished? Probably not. And I've had this happen in business too, where I've um, – 2020 was actually a really big growth year for me as an entrepreneur. And I remember being at the end of the year and being like, oh my gosh, wow, that's amazing. But then immediately my mind went to, all right, well, how do we do it bigger next year? And that's something I've really had to retrain myself and am still working on on how do we really sit in the gratitude? How do we really sit in the awe of, holy crap, we did that? Whether it's your very first client or you hit consistent 5K months or you hit your six figures or the next year you hit six figures again and added to the revenue, like that's where I'm at now. Really this mindset shift from just seeing one crazy Instagram post this summer of like, do you know how hard it is to replicate your revenue from the year before? Not just add to it, actually repeat it. And my husband reminds me of this a lot because he has a background in retail management. And he's like, you know, there are so many months where businesses are in the red, you know, and there's years where the it stayed the same or years when it went down and then the next year it doubled. Like this is normal for businesses. I think we forget that because many of us, myself included, don't have a business degree. I have a marketing communications PR degree, but like I don't have a business degree. And so I don't naturally just think about like the ebbs and flows of profit, you know, and revenue and things like that. And a lot of the outside noise that we hear is like, we make this much money every single month. So you're like, okay, well, if I'm not making this much money every single month, something must be wrong. But that's not true. And this year, again, it's just been such a huge reflection on what are the expectations that I'm setting for myself as a business owner that are, of course, trickling into my everyday life, and are they my choosing? Or have I just looked at them and said, oh, this is what I should be doing now, that I should create a course, I should create a membership, I should hit seven figures, right? I should hire a huge team. All of these things have definitely been things that I have asked myself as well. And so one of the things that I'm really focused on as someone, again, who doesn't have it exactly laid out of of, of what is next, what is the big thing, what is the big goal, is what do I want to feel? So one of the practices that we teach our clients inside of Brand Mary Academy is really about like the visualization piece of who do you want to be, what type of business do you want to have, how you know how do you want to celebrate the end of the year, and we host a virtual event for Academy members every year, and it's a day long planning event. And we start at 9 a.m. Central Time. We end at 5 p.m. Central Time. And it's a one-day virtual event where we come together and we have workshops. And these workshops are on mindset. They're on habits. They're on the actual strategic planning of it all. And one of the things that we 
you know, encourage, I encourage um, the members to do is to really think, hey, when you hit your goal at the end of the year, what does that celebration look like? And one of the things that I've really been driving home with them this year on our on our calls and our mid-year planning session and all these different things is like, not just what does it look like, how does it feel? And then how do you measure that feeling? Like you need to be able to like really embody that in order to get to that place at the end of the year and go, yeah, this is it. This is what I imagined feeling. And and amazing news for you, we're actually going to be opening up tickets to that virtual event this year. You're going to be hearing more about this the week uh, the weekend of Thanksgiving. Um, we're going to be doing a special promo for Black Friday weekend. So if you're on my email list, definitely check that out. And then we're going to have additional ticket sales available as well so that you can attend this virtual event because it is absolutely amazing. And I've been going in and adjusting my trainings from the previous years and adding in these new pieces because my process has changed, right? Like how I plan has changed. And again, one of the things is really like, how do you want to feel? Not necessarily what do you specifically want to achieve. There is room for that, but not letting that be the driver. Letting the driver be how do I want to feel? And I know for for me, and this is where the vulnerable part gets, you know, going, (laughs) I really, really want so much more simplicity in my life. I feel like as I've gotten older, I've literally just continuously stripped away all the different things that don't serve me. And that is an ongoing process, even to the point of like, you know, what do our weekends look like? Or what does our lifestyle look like? What does it look like when we travel? Like those are specific things for us. You know, like we used to be people who would hop around all the time. When we first started in our RV, we would move every five to seven days And now we're like, how do we go somewhere for a month (laughs) and just like be there for a month? And that's what I'm really craving is like this, this simple approach to living almost. And how do I create that? And then how do I mirror that in my business as well via our systems, how we show up, how we serve our clients? You know, there was a point at the beginning of this year where I had convinced myself that I wanted to have all these different funnels leading to some different types of offers to ultimately my big offer. And as the year progressed, I was like, nothing about this feels simple. Like nothing about this feels simple. And I I resisted it. Like I kept resisting it, even though it was a goal that I wrote down. I kept resisting it. And, And now through this self-discovery of like, what am I doing? What's next? I realized that it's because that does not mirror how I want to feel. That might be an avenue to hit a specific revenue stream, but it's not contributing to how I ultimately want to feel and how I want my life to be. And so there's resistance there. And 
that's one of the things I've also noticed this year is like, when is resistance popping up and why is it popping up? Why are right? Why are we procrastinating? Why do we keep talking ourselves out of doing that thing? Really asking ourselves that so that we can say like, okay, is it because this isn't actually in alignment with where I see myself? This is hitting, a, this is checking off something off the list, but it's not actually getting me to where I ultimately want to feel, how I want to feel, who I want to be. And I think the biggest lesson that I'm really absorbing right now is just being compassionate about these different seasons. I think it can be really hard to deal with these identity shifts. I know I felt like my biggest shift, as I mentioned before, uh, after the birth of my son and just like, whoa, I don't even feel like myself anymore, looking in the mirror and questioning like, wait, who am I? And really having to like dig deep into what did I want? Like, how did I want to define my life? What did I want my life to ultimately look like? Because the go, go, go and the the working up to like, you know, being a boss and, you know, at a nine to five, I didn't want it anymore. It was like, it flew out in five minutes. It was like gone. <laughs> my whole life, I thought that's what I wanted. And then within minutes, it was like, bye. So then what did this look like? Turns out still want to be a boss, just want to be my own boss. <laughs> but that it, that stuff, is it's always evolving and it's always changing. And like even now, while I'm sitting here being vulnerable and sharing with you that I don't necessarily want, you know, to make it a goal to hit seven figures, you know, in business next year. Could I wake up one day and say, I'm ready? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have to be open to those changes. We have to be compassionate with ourselves in different seasons. One of the things I've definitely noticed about myself as an entrepreneur, and I, and I often tell my clients that this is one of the best things that you can start to pay attention to, is how different seasons affect you in business. There is... Um, there's something that I have realized that when we start to approach October and November, I'm like a bear and I want to hibernate. Like I don't want to do anything. And next week's episode, I'm actually going to share with you more about some of like my planning tips and and how I kind of navigate, you know, not necessarily wanting to do much, but also knowing that we have to plan next, right? But Last week, I talked more about like my tip during this time of the year where like I don't necessarily feel the most creative. I don't have a ton of, you know, ideas for writing emails and how I navigate that, how I still grow my community and how I still make sales. So definitely tune into episode 61 if you want to hear more about my tip on how to do that. But I know this time of year is like a time where I really want to go inward and being really compassionate with myself because I know that it's like when I can slow down during these times, I'm going to discover so many new things about myself and the direction that I want to go. That has been a huge lesson because as someone who just struggles to slow down, it can be uncomfortable. 
if you're someone who also struggles to slow down and have quiet time and reflect, like I talk about it a lot. I talk about how important it is, but it's still really uncomfortable and really hard. But it's in those moments that we actually discover our next direction or what we're being pulled to. And those things are definitely coming up for me now. Like I don't, again, I don't necessarily know exactly what it is I'm looking to create next year. I'm looking to build or if I'm even wanting to create anything new next year. I don't know the specifics on that, but I can tell where I'm being pulled. I can I can pick up on these signs. You know, one of them being we really want to, my husband and I really want to explore some things together in creating things together. So what does that look like? I'm going to be releasing my very first product. Oh my gosh. In December. Like that's really exciting and also scary. I'm really feeling called to serve entrepreneurs and a very intimate group. So what does that look like? in terms of next steps with my business. So these are all things that I can I can reflect on and I'm now aware of because I've had to force myself to slow down a bit, to really prioritize less, the things with more weight, the things that bring me more joy. So I'm not constantly keeping busy, constantly doing the things and distracting myself from having these conversations. To really simplify, you know, based on really ROI, it's my favorite way to simplify things in business, things in life. What is the ROI in terms of investment? Not just money, but also time and energy. And then really being okay with like taking smaller steps, kind of following the joy, following the feeling, and taking these smaller steps trusting that they're leading to something bigger, even if that is not yet defined. The biggest realization that I've had this year is that you don't have to have it all figured out all of the time. (laughs) Surprise! I'm 35 and now I know. (laughs) It's like, this would be really helpful to know before, but I feel like it's happening at a really important time in my life where my husband and I and our son, now he's at an age where like, we're asking him now, like, where do you want to travel? Like, what do you want to do? Like, he picked our travel destination in February. We're going to Colombia for carnival. He wanted to go where Encanto was and he chose. And including in him in this journey and like us having these conversations about like, what does our life look like? You know, how do we simplify? What am I craving? Um, you know, more adventure, being outside, being with land, like mother nature. Like I feel like my like my husband calls me a woodland fairy. My woodland fairy is like trying to come out. It's like, go, go to the mountains, <laughs> go to the trees. What does that look like? And so, so if you're at this place, which you probably are because you listen to this 45-minute episode, bless you, I really just encourage you to take this time to follow some of the tips that I shared with you, but also trust that like it's okay to not have every single step figured out. And this is something I'm really going to be sharing more and more over the next few weeks on the podcast, as well as at this virtual event that I will be hosting in December. 
Tickets for that are going to go on sale the week of Black Friday for a special discount. So if you're on my email list, you'll definitely hear about that. And then we'll open it up to general tickets following for that virtual event. But think about it as a sustainable, compassionate way to plan your 2023. And I hope that this episode, although focused a lot on my journey and what I've been going through, really served you and you were able to see yourself in some of those moments and give yourself permission, as I have given myself permission, to allow this to be more of an exploration and an adventure rather than a finish line. I will be back with another episode next week. We're going to dive a little bit more into planning from a compassionate side, and I will chat with you then. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast, and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R- a-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Now, Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.